0: Major Tom to ground control, (laughs) to the moon or something like that. I don't know what Oh, God. I hate myself. Sorry, guys. You know how it goes, though. Welcome back to this week's Millennial Man Child Podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. I hope you're doing well. I hope this episode finds you in good spirits. And before we get too deep into it, I must say... If you're feeling, you know, you get a bit of a wild hair, you're feeling a little crazy, go give this a rating, a like, a subscribe, share it with a friend, whatever you want to do. I don't know. Or do nothing. I don't do any of that stuff, right? I'm a very big hypocrite. I ask people all the time to go rate and like and share. And yeah, I don't really do it myself. So I'm a bit of a hypocrite. But hey, who isn't, right? Who isn't a hypocrite? But yeah, hope you're doing well. I must admit this past week it's been a little bit of a it's a down week for me. Stress and anxiety has been higher. Um just the uncertainty of everything that's been going on in my life lately. Uh yeah, it was tough. It kind of overwhelmed me this past week and that's why, you know, I'm getting on here and we're going to talk I'm going to talk about journaling today. Because journaling, you know, I've mentioned it on here a handful of times, sure, but I haven't done the deeper dive in it yet. And it's just one way when I am feeling, you know, down in the dumps or got that just like rainy little cloud kind of lurking over the top wherever you're walking around, right? It's easy to get too caught up in it and forget that you do have a lot of times where you're having a much a better attitude and having much more fun and doing things that maybe other people haven't even got the chance to do. So, you know, like I said, I was feeling a little bit down and... That's why I'm going to get back into this journaling. We're going to talk journaling, do the deep dive, and I'll tell you like why it's important to me, kind of some of my habits around it and what I get out of it. So yeah, I hope you'll be looking forward to that for the main course of this episode. And I must say another thing up top here. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the Man Child podcast is cursed, um, but I've been having problems with this audio clip. I haven't been able to edit it. I can't mess with the the levels and... Get some of the higher, you know, distortions out of it. So, I'm not sharing the conversation I had with my friend Dusty yet. It it looks like I might have to, maybe just have to redo that or figure out something. I'm not sure um, because, yeah, this, the the audio file I have is not editable or it's just a pain in the ass basically. So, yeah, and I'm not that tech savvy, despite popular belief. I don't know why popular belief would think I'm tech savvy, but. I am not. So that's unfortunate. Hopefully we can get that. I can get that figured out and we'll get it taken care of because I would like to share that with you guys. I I think it was a fun conversation. But besides that, I got some other good news, which this was, uh, some great news actually, because I was starting to stress and getting more anxious about this, but I do have a job. Sure. I don't start till late April. It would have been nice to start a little sooner, but, uh, I got that job at Starbucks. You're looking at the newest Starbucks barista in Ocean Beach. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm very excited by that. Be back in the public eye a little bit. Be around people more. Just be able to socialize and meet some new people. That's always a good thing. So I'm excited by that. I think it'll help me just, you know, being in a crowd of people or being around that many people. When, you know, you go up on stage and everybody is looking at you, yeah. Yeah can overwhelm sometimes, especially if you're only going up once, maybe twice a week, because then you're not doing it every day or every night, and it just, yeah, it can, it can be overwhelming, so this is going to help me with that, for sure, it's going to make me, you know, a little calmer, a little more balanced in many ways, so yeah, just, it's it's going to be good for me, plus <laughs> I need some money, who doesn't need a little money, a little money, honey, right, yeah, so looking forward to that wanted to share that news with you. Also probably going to do the barbecue house. We're double dipping folks. I got to got to make that cheddar cheese. So, excited to get back to that. Um besides that, I finished Stephen King's On Writing. A great book if you are in, you know, interested in writing, learning more about the craft, highly recommend it. Obviously, he's one of the most prolific writers of our lifetime. So, it's great to learn from somebody who Takes it that serious and is that you know, he's the real deal. And when you when you start reading about it, you start to kind of see how much work he puts in, and and that's why he's great. It's not just because he has this amazing talent. Sure, that obviously helps, but even him, he talks about how if he's not riding every day and doing this, that, and the other, he starts to lose it a little bit. He starts to the tool, the knife isn't as sharp, right? If you're not using it, so you gotta you gotta keep it sharp. And like I said, I'll kind of share maybe a little brief overview with you in the outro about that. Um, but yeah, we're gonna—I want to read one thing here, and then we'll get into it. Uh, this is from my my daily Stoic. This was just uh, something that resonated with me, and I needed to hear it. So <clears throat> I figured I'd share it with you, and you know, then we'll go from there. Uh, Your mind will take the shape of what frequently of what you frequently hold in thought. For the human spirit is colored by such impressions. Marcus Aurelius. Which he goes on to say, If you bend your body into a sitting position every day, for a long enough period of time, the curvature of your spine changes. A doctor can tell from a radiograph or autopsy whether someone sat at a desk for a living. If you shove your feet into tiny, narrow dress shoes each day, your feet begin to take on that form as well. The same is true for for our mind. If you hold a perpetually negative outlook... Soon enough, everything you encounter will seem negative. Close it off, and you'll become closed-minded. Color it with the wrong thoughts, and your life will be dyed the same. And I guess that just hit home to me because, like, I had been kind of down in the dumps and having some negative thoughts and feeling a lot of self-doubt and self-loathing. Right, and <clears throat> it's easy to get caught up in that sometimes. I mean, I've talked about it multiple times on here, getting kind of caught up in that, and that's why I wanted to go back to the journal, help giving me some perspective, and just help clear my mind, too. So, yeah, I just thought that was really uh, kind of a powerful little saying, and it kind of put me, like, put my mind a little bit back on track. You know, I went off, off course there for a little bit the past week, but as always, we're getting back on course. Anyways, we'll get into it here today, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thanks. What's up, folks? So, as promised, I'm going to talk about journaling today. We're going to get into the weeds of journaling. Try to explain, you know, why I think it's important. Kind of maybe how I do it. What some of my habits are. And, yeah, all that good stuff. So, I hope you'll find this one interesting. But, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, For me, journaling has been something that I started seriously and consistently doing probably about three years ago and I haven't even finished up, I haven't even filled up my whole notebook yet. I've had the same notebook to journal in for about three years and I'm a little over halfway done with it so you know I don't go crazy with the journaling. It's not it's not something I do every day. Sometimes it'll be like for two weeks I'll I'll journal every day and I'm in it and I'm doing it and you know I'm really on top of it. And then maybe sometimes I won't pick up that journal for a month. You know, that's happened many times before. And, you know, now that I've gotten a better habit and have been journaling longer, it is easier for me to pick up. Because sometimes I would try to journal and I was like, I I don't know what I want to talk about. I don't have anything to talk about. But there's almost always something to really journal about, I found out. And it just took me a while to be comfortable writing my thoughts and feelings in a book. It wasn't something that I'd ever done. I know growing up, I always thought journaling or having a diary or any of that stuff was it seemed seemed super lame. It didn't make sense to me. Kind of had like a... Maybe even in a way, that's how meditation was at one point. You know, it had this stigma around it. It's like, oh, only people who think like there's some spiritual wizard meditate or do this, that, and the other, Right. So, you know, it, maybe it took me a little longer to get past some of those negative connotations of journal, journaling. And now that I've been able to get past that and kind of create a better habit, I think it has many benefits, right? At least for me. Um, because journaling is one of those things where I think the more you do it and the more consistent you are, the probably the better it is for you in many ways. But, you know, for me, one of the things that's so important about it is it kind of gives you like a like a snapshot of what you were feeling, what you were doing, and kind of which direction you were heading at that time in your life, you know? Because sure, I can think back to a year ago this time and think, okay, like, what was I doing? I was like, oh, I had just started doing open mics. I was probably in my last month of working at LPL, you know, and... I had a lot of uncertainty in my life, still do, obviously, but uh, it was an exciting time. It was a, a fun time to go back and look about and see how I was feeling. Because when you have that snapshot, it's almost, in a, in a small way, it's almost like your own little time machine, having your own journals like this. Because you can go back on any given day, and for me, it really helps bring the memories to life. I go, Oh shit! That's right. That did happen. I I did meet this person, or I had that go on this night, and I totally forgot about it. Right? Because it's easy to, you know, we have so much happening every day. We're taking in so much information. There's so much craziness in 2018 that sometimes it's hard to store everything up in your brain. I don't care who you are. You know, memory can be a very fickle thing, and this just helps make it more accurate. It helps make it more real and it just really can help you capture that one moment, you know? And that's why I really think journaling has so many benefits for me, for me because I can, when I'm feeling down, for example, you know, this past week, I've been feeling a little bit down in the dumps, I said, right? You know, in that little spiral. And when you're kind of in that sunken place, surrounded, surrounded by darkness, it's harder to see the joys and happiness in life sometimes. And I know I try to keep a pretty positive vibe on here, but, you know, I'm trying to be honest with you. Like I said, I hadn't been feeling that good in this past week about myself, about what I had going on, about the uncertainty of my future, whatever it is, right? But looking back and, you know, reading some of these old entries, it helps give me perspective. It really does. And which kind of leads me to my next point. Not only does it help me get perspective and kind of be able to you know pull myself out of that bullshit a little bit cuz you know it doesn't automatically pull me out but it helps me like kind of like a slap in the face a little bit like okay you know you're just going through some shit right now you'll you'll figure it out you'll get past it you always do but another thing that it helps me do is it helps me be more in tune with who i am right it helps me get a better understanding of myself and who i want to be because when i'm journaling a lot of times i'm kind of doing some of the deeper work digging a little deeper trying to figure out exactly what I have going on, you know, and, and where I want to be and where I should be going. Because I do journal a lot about my feelings, about what I have going on in my life, but I also journal about my goals and how I think I can achieve them, you know? So it's all about, again, giving me a little bit more perspective, especially when I'm feeling down. You know, I can reread some happy journals or some bad ones and be like, you know what, that was I was in a worse place then than I am now. And I got through that. So it's all about helping me remember that I am a pretty tough person, that sure, I'm going through some shit. Everybody does. And it just is a way to kind of help me call it out a little bit better. Because in the past, I feel like I would almost be like, you know, and and I've talked about momentum before and I'm kind of going to talk about it here in a way. It's like, because momentum can go two ways. You can be caught up in just the momentum of like life is happening. You're so busy. You don't really have time to think. And and it's not necessarily the momentum you want because there's a momentum that can carry, like for me, sometimes momentum can be going down that dark spiral or, you know, into that not so happy place. And you don't really realize you're doing it because for me, if I'm so busy working and doing this and that, and I don't have time to really think about me and worry about me or I'm not journaling. I can really let it slide and, and, it, and it can be a bad form of momentum. You're just caught up in this momentum of all this craziness that's happened in the past and it's just pushing you forward and you're not taking that time to breathe. You're not taking that time to, to write and figure out what you have going on. So for me, it's like I'm able to kind of call out my bullshit a little bit better. You know, if I'm reading a journal entry that's a real recent one, I'm like, geez, I'm really rough on myself or I'm doing this, that or the other. It's really, it's, it helps me go, oh, 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 I am going down that path. And, you know, it kind of takes me back to that stoic, you know, the daily stoic journal entry I read you. You know, your mind is shaped by what you frequently hold in it. And if I'm focusing on the negative and beating myself up and self-loathing and full of self-doubt, self doubt, of course that's how I'm going to feel, you know. If those are the, the thoughts that are going through my head, then yeah, no wonder you're down in the dump smiles. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. But the problem is is sometimes when we're too caught up in our own bullshit, we it's hard to call yourself out on it, right? It's hard to call a spade a spade, if you will. So that's why for me, again, these journal entries, they help me they help me understand who I am and what I want to do. And that's how I grow. You know, I can compare the progress that I've made over this past year and you know sure maybe i don't feel like i am where i want to be in the stand up like maybe maybe i never will you know and that's fine i'll have to figure that out when that day comes but uh if i'm looking back past this past year um i've made a ton of progress i really have and and it's sometimes it's hard to see that especially when you're going through it and you know i went back to the open mic this week and it wasn't terrible but again it's just one of those things where You know, you always want more. And of course, I'm always going to be my harshest critic and my, you know, always beating myself up because even, for example, last week, I was not too proud of that podcast. I kind of had to throw it out in a hurry. And then, you know, I start getting mad at myself and beating myself up for that. You know, but some people don't even make a podcast. Nobody, you know, whatever. Like I can, I can give myself a little bit of credit, but I don't do that sometimes. I just go down that self-loathing, self-doubt path. And yeah, anyways, that's why, for me, again, the journaling is huge because it helps me recalibrate and course correct, if you will. And at the same time, it just gives me more mental clarity. Um, I know I've mentioned this before on here, but like, if I have an issue or something's bothering me, uh, I ha- if I journal about it, it makes it so much better to me. It allows me to put my thoughts on paper, and then I can really figure out how I feel about it because if I leave it up in my head it's easier to get distracted. I'm not focused on just that problem necessarily. I'm not really thinking about it or, or I am thinking about it, but I'm festering. I'm not thinking about it objectively. You know, I'm thinking about it maybe in an emotional manner or uh, a manner that isn't as healthy as when I write it down on paper and then look at it and go, oh, okay. So that's how I feel about it. And when I do that in a weird way, it gives me that, that mental real estate back instead of letting it, fester and kind of take over my mind and then my brain becomes like kind of a chaotic firestorm or whatever you want to call it I, I don't let it dwell I go and write about it and I go and figure out what I think about it and how I'm going to fix it or how I'm going to do this right you put down a little bit of a plan into action that's what journaling is important for you know it helps me meet my goals like I said and and track progress these are ways that you know if you're not really journaling it's harder to do in my opinion it's harder to see how far you've come it's much harder to, you know, get out of your own head. Or maybe when you're, like, for me, example, this past, this past, uh, when I'm about to share these next journal, journal entries with you. Ugh, sorry, that was a tongue twister for me for some reason. Um, But, like, I was able to read these journal entries and go, oh, nice. That was a Miles who was inspired. That was a Miles who had that fire in his belly. Or, or that was a Miles who was living his best life because he was having so much fun, you know? And I'll, and I'll actually share them with you right now here real quick. Uh, these two journal entries that I kind of read this past week, you know, and they help, you know, it didn't pull me out of the, of the sunken place, if you will, but it did help get, give me some perspective. And it kind of, you know, as I read these, they, they, they brought like a little twinkle to my eye or a smile to my face almost. And I was like, okay, you know, what? even though life's a little shitty right now and it's not going the way I want and I wish this, that, and the other. Well, you know what? I have come a long ways, and life isn't that bad, even though it's a struggle. It's a struggle for everyone. Nobody's got it easy. So, anyways, I'll read these journal entries with you, and then I'll I'll wrap this up and let you guys be on with your your merry little weeks here. But, uh, this one's from June 11th, uh, 2017. Finally got back up on stage for the first time in a month. I was very nervous. But for the most part, it went pretty well. Especially considering I almost left and didn't get on stage at all. The good news is, you stayed and then you got up when it was your turn. I'm proud of myself for overcoming some of my weaker points. Like not wanting to get on stage. The only way to get better is to keep working and keep writing. I even did have one person come up and tell me that I was funny. That always is nice. Basically... If I keep doing enough shows, I'll find enough of those one offs to create my own audience that thinks I'm funny. Anyways, let's try and stay disciplined with the writing. And also, don't be afraid. Every time more growth comes from doing the difficult, uncomfortable thing. Keep at it, man. Try to make those dreams come true. And I always end every journal journal entry with uh, love and respect, Miles Casey, and then I do Five things I'm grateful for after that, which, you know, in this case was visiting friends, exercise, beaches and oceans, overcoming challenges, and uh, proving others and myself wrong. Those are the things that I was grateful for that day. (laughs) And this one is another journal entry that just really brought a smile to my face. It was a good one to remember. Um, This is from August 16th, 2017. And it was when I was on that Pacific Northwest trip, you know, traveling from San Diego to Seattle. The trip has been pretty fucking amazing so far. How lucky am I to be able to just pick up and do something like this? I am currently in some small Oregon town. Seaside, maybe? Staying in a quality Inn. And it feels good to have this place to myself and take a nice, long, hot shower. Last night, I camped in Jedediah Smith Campground in, in the Redwood Forest. And wow, that place is beautiful. The trees were like skyscrapers made by nature. The size was often awe-inspiring. Even the trees knocked over were bigger than me, lying down. i had never seen anything like that. The campground was nice, and like Halama, I was very lucky to get a spot. And I was able to get up early the next day and snap some amazing photos of the river that I was next to. I could not have asked for a better camping experience. I am an incredibly lucky guy. This journey is a great test to see if I can push myself and continue to get out of my comfort zone. And to my surprise, I keep meeting those challenges and pushing through, to my benefit. I've seen and experienced such incredible beauty that this has easily been worth it. I truly hope that this isn't a a once-in-a-lifetime journey. But if it is, I still am one lucky son of a bitch. Most people will never do something like this their entire life, and here I am at 27, in my prime, truly without responsibility, traveling from San Diego to Seattle and back again in two weeks. Wow. What a beautiful life I live. Please make sure to soak all this in. Life hasn't and won't always be good, but right now, it's fucking great. Enjoy yourself. Let's try to find some more time for writing. This felt amazing, putting this on paper. Love and respect, Miles. And then I go on to say, five things I was grateful for, the air I breathe, my journey, traveling, the beauty of the earth, and serendipity. So yeah, like that alone, I'm, I'm already in a little bit of a better mood just reading that again out loud for like, you know, whatever time this was, but it, it's like small things like that that give you a snapshot, kind of your own little time machine that takes you back. And that's why journaling is important. And that's why, you know, it's not something that is, it, it, it does help for today, but you don't even realize like how those journal entries in the past can help you in the future. And that's what's so crazy about it because I just read that I'm already in a little bit of a better mood. So yeah, that's just so cool. And that's why I wanted to share this with you. I hope you got a little something from uh, this journaling uh, little segment here. But yeah, take the time to spend five minutes. What if you could do it in the morning? You can do it at night before bed. It's not that hard. We all know that we have the time to you know spend a little bit trying to better understand ourselves, trying to better figure out what we want. And I think journaling is crucial to that. So yeah, that's all I got for you today. You know, go buy your, go buy you a a little book, a notebook, start journaling, get back to writing. I think it'll be good for you. Anyways, that's a, that's just my opinion. So I hope you enjoyed that.
1: you want that you can get me So let's set out to be love Cause you are my medicine when you close to me when you're close to me
0: Alright There we have it folks That is it For, I believe, the 22nd episode of the Millennial Man-Child Podcast. Wow. We're getting in it now. We're getting deep. So, hope you enjoyed it. Um, You know, quick shout out to all you hardcore listeners out there. To you that are, you know, listening to it every week and, you know, reaching out to me and saying kind words of encouragement. and You know, letting me know that you enjoy it. That stuff seriously makes my fucking day. And it makes it much easier to do this. It really does. It's like, oh, okay, there are people out there that are actually listening to it and enjoy it instead of just, like, giving it a pity listen because you're my friend or something like that, right? So I just wanted to say thank you all for continuing to listen. Thank you all for continuing to, you know, take your time and rate and subscribe and all the other fun stuff. Uh, it is much appreciated, and it means a lot to me. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into it here a little bit. Uh, I wanted to give a quick review of Stephen King's On Writing, a memoir to the craft, uh, here's a great book. Like I said, if you're into writing and you're trying to have a better grasp on what needs to be done to become a writer or you know want to start maybe picking it up as a hobby in your side, you know, something you do on the side a little bit. Uh, this is a, fana- a phenomenal book. I was just going to say fantastic and phenomenal <laughs> in this at the same time, which I don't even know. Phen- phenomenal, fantastic. No, I can't do it. But uh, it's a, it's a great book, you know, you really get to learn a lot about Stephen King, you get to learn a lot about how he views writing, and how he goes about it, which I found fascinating, because this is a guy who, you know, he's prolific, he's one of the best of our generation, and what you learn is that he has an incredible work ethic, you know, it's like with anything, LeBron, you know, he's one of the best NBA players ever, you know why, not only because of his talent, but because he is working so fucking hard every day. And if he's not working hard, he's getting worse. You know, that's kind of how Stephen King looks at it. If, you know, if you're not sitting down every day and trying to write a little bit, whether it's for one to three hours, you know, one to five hours, he he is, you know, a phenom. He's doing it a lot more than me. But he talks about how you show up to work every day. Birthdays, holidays, doesn't matter. That's what a pro does. And if this is your job and you want to be a professional, that's what you got to do, you know. And he also gives you a bunch of... Really good little tips, you know, talking about like kind of the things you need to carry on in your toolbox, which are your your toolkit to, to write. You know, you gotta have your vocabulary, you gotta have your grammar, etc. etc. But he he gives you just good tips about writing an active voice, not passive voice. Writing to you know, avoiding adverbs, doing little things that just make your writing seem stronger. And I think this is it had a lot of benefits to me. You know, I took a bunch of notes here. I won't bore you with all of them, but you know, it came it comes down to just sitting down, doing the work, practicing. And, you know, don't be afraid to do a lot more reading as well. He he said that was a really big part of him being becoming a better writer is he is always reading too. He's not just writing, but he's reading because he's getting, you're not only increasing your vocab and learning how other people use their voice and all these other things, but there's just so many benefits to seeing how they put their story together and what can you learn from them. And, you know, usually when I'm reading, I'm not really trying to look at it that way. But now I kind of have this new perspective on it. And I go, oh, okay. And, you know, as of late, I have been reading much more. So I I think I'm kind of on the right path. I'm going to continue to read. I'm going to continue to write more. All that stuff. And it's it's going to help because, you know, you end up using everything you've ever known pretty much to become a writer. Whether it's like a person that you turn into a character in your story or, you know, some of the basics in grammar you learned in third grade. All that stuff. You're going to use it all. So I thought that was really interesting. He did a great job of kind of making learning about writing fun too because he talks about his life and you know some of his struggles and you get to learn that even Stephen King struggles with writing you know he has writer's block he has times where he doesn't feel like he has the mojo Stephen fucking King feels like he doesn't have the mojo you know what I mean like so those are the type of things that really allow me to gain perspective again just be like okay even even the best struggle so it's all right don't beat yourself up about it so much every time, that type of thing, because, you know, it's easy to do that, as I said this past episode, anyways, but yeah, you know, you just keep, he, it was good, I highly recommend it if you're looking, you know, to learn more about writing and try and perfect the craft, you know, because he just talks about some really good stuff, and I don't want to get into all the nitty-gritty details, but yeah, that's a, a brief synopsis of it, and, you know, highly recommended, <clears throat> anyways, what else here, folks, oh, I did buy some tie-dye finally. I just need to pick the winners. I think I'm going to try and get that done for the 25th episode. You know, 25 seems like a little bit of a milestone. So, And it gives me another three weeks to procrastinate since I'm, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, I'm lazy. You know what I mean. I'm lazy. But yeah, so that I'm looking forward to that. I got like 15 to 20 names, you know, of people who have supported the podcast, done little things, this, that, or the other that have meant something to me and it just stood out in my mind. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to pick those winners winners. I'll make a little video or something quick and post it on Instagram or something. But yeah. Uh other than that, exercising and that stuff this past week wasn't great. Really gotta get back onto that. Um did start reading a new book. I'm reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And I have to admit it is amazing. Um I'm only probably like twenty five pages in, but it's not a very long book. But, man, it has some pretty profound ideas in it. And I'll be looking forward to sharing those with you as well. Because I think you'll enjoy them. But, yeah. Other than that, two things you should check out real quick, probably. Um, check out a new another docu-series on Netflix. They're just still killing the game. They can't be stopped. Um, this is called Rapture. I've only watched one of them. I watched the one with Logic, and I thought it was really amazing. Um, I'm also a big Logic fan, but... Uh, yeah, check those out. If you're into rap or hip-hop, they have one about Nas, they have one about T.I., they got 2 chains, they got all kinds of people in there, so you'll find something that you like, I think, and they're just really well done, at least the Logic one was, so check that out. Um, I don't have a second thing, you know, read a book, do something, do something that you know you should do and you haven't been doing, you know, that's my, that's my suggestion for the second thing. But yeah, other than that, I'll hit you with the music here real quick, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, the music in order was loser by beck um melancholy hill by Gorillaz, and 1800 by logic so yeah without any uh without that or I'm an idiot sorry uh but yeah that's all i got for you folks i hope you have a great week i hope you uh you know are in good spirits for the rest of the week but yeah till next time man out
1: I've been taking my time I feel like I'm out of my mind It feel like my life ain't mine Who can relate? Ooh! I've been on the low I've been taking my time I feel like I'm out of my mind It feel like my life ain't mine I don't wanna be alive